0: chapter 22 we read from verse 1 to 8 it will be our main text this morning hallelujah, hallelujah. and we believe the Lord will help us this morning as we start hallelujah, hallelujah. it reads thus. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey. And took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the pent-offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and will come back to you. So Abraham ...took the wood of the bent offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. Where, then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamp for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son... God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to a place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lead or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Then Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. And there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I just want to start at the beginning by defining a, a, a term that you would find mainly in... Theological studies. So I just want to define this term called typology. Okay. Because if we understand it, we are going to uh, understand each other. <laughs> and understand the teaching of this morning. So typology is defined as a, a person or a an event in the old testament that foreshadows a person or an event in the new testament typology ke motho ka ba ke tsa hano e ri fumana ga testamente nya gale e etle after foreshadow that foreshadows a person or an event in the new testament oh e etle tsempele motho ka ba e teng ga testamente really we're not feeling that. Hallelujah. So it's like, for example, Moses can be a type of Christ because he led the deliverance of, of Israel from Egypt. So we can say that he is a type of Christ in the New Testament because Christ led our deliverance from sins. So that is typology. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want us to go into our text this morning. We find a story where God was testing Abraham. But he was testing him into something that he himself was going to do. So God says to Abraham. He says Abraham, take your son, your only son, so God knew that he was a time will come that he will take his son his only son whom he loved Hallelujah! Hallelujah! When we read in John three sixteen, he 3 says, 16. "God so loved the he world, He gave His only oh, begotten Son to be sacrificed God. for us, so that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life." So God was testing Abraham God. into something God. that He Himself was God. going God. To, to God. And He says, number two, He says to Abraham, Go to a land of Moriah and on a mountain that I will show you, and there you will sacrifice. The land of Moriah is the land of Jerusalem. That is where Solomon built the temple. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! And the mountain just outside. Or or within the land of Moria. It was called the Mount of Moria. And that's where Abraham was going (laughs) to take his son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when we read in Luke 23, verse 33, we hear about a mountain called Golgotha. The Bible says it was called the place of the skull. In Hebrew, it was called Golgotha in Latin it was called Calvary. It was a, it was a hillside just outside the city of Jerusalem. And the land of Moriah or, or the mountain of Moriah is the same place as the hill called Golgotha. It's the same place as the hill called Calvary. So God was saying to Abraham, take your son, your only son to a land of Moriah and, and he knew that Jesus was also going to go to a land called Jerusalem which is the same place and he was going to be crucified at a hill called Golgotha which is the same as the mount of Moriah. Hallelujah. And you see, uh, last week's Sunday. It was a uh, 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 palm Sunday. Uh, in my previous life. <laughs> Uh, we used to celebrate this kind of a Sunday. <inaudible> and, and, and maybe next year we must celebrate it. <inaudible> and come with palm branches <inaudible> and blankets. <inaudible> And, and, and decorate this place and, and celebrate Palm Sunday because when we do that we will be correctly discipled and we will add into our theology otherwise we become shallow Christians who don't know much about our faith so in Palm Sunday we celebrate the entry of Christ into Jerusalem we celebrate the entry of Christ into the land of Moriah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Jesus said to his disciples, He says, "Go and fetch a donkey for me. not a horse. I know the basutus like horses, but the Basuanas we like donkeys. We have a revelation." <laughs> Because Abraham, Abraham, the Bible tells us clearly, when he went into the land of Moriah, he took a donkey. So Jesus had to go and fetch a donkey and said to one of his disciples, go and fetch a donkey that nobody has written on because we are about to fulfill the scriptures. You know, you need to know this, that the Old Testament prophesies the New Testament and the New Testament Manifest the Old Testament. So in the Old Testament, the New Testament is concealed, Testament, is hidden in. But in the New Testament, we see the manifestation of the Old Testament. So Jesus said to the disciples, go and fetch me a donkey that no one has written on. I'm about to enter the land of Moriah. I'm about to enter the land of Jerusalem. Hallelujah hallelujah we're talking about the typology, <inaudible> typology. he entered on a donkey <inaudible> into jerusalem Jerusalem. The Bible says that as he was entering. And they, in, they were laying the palm branches for him. Laying their clothes and their blankets. And saying, Hosanna to the King, Giving him the glory that is due to him. The Bible says the Pharisees said. They said to Christ, tell these people to keep quiet. But Jesus said to him. If they keep quiet. If they don't release the worship when they are in the presence of the king because when the king is present worship is due to the king if they don't worship then the stones themselves will worship because the king is entering the land of Moriah riding on a donkey hallelujah hallelujah And the Bible says, just read the scripture Hebrews thirteen verse twelve. It says he was crucified outside the city. The Bible says when 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 Abraham was in the land of Moriah, and he saw the mountain there, he said to the lad, he said, stay here with the donkeys. Let me go to the Mount of Moriah, and there go and worship with the son. So Jesus entered. Jerusalem Riding on a donkey. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I want us to look at the conversation that Isaac had with his father Abraham because he said, "This is while they were walking to the mount, uh, to the mount of Moriah." The Bible says that that Abraham's the wood and put it on Isaac. And he had the fire and the knife. It was Isaac who was carrying the wood going to the mountain Because Christ also had to carry the cross, as he was going to the mountain, to Golgotha, to Calvary, to the mountain of Moriah, to be crucified for you and me. Isaac asked this question. He says, "Father, here is the wood, here is the fire, here is the knife, but where is the lamb?" Where is the lamp? Where is the lamp for the pen? Where is the lamp for the sacrifice? While I was reading there, I was reminded of the book of, of Ezekiel, chapter 22 and 30. Just write it down because we are Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 30. Where God was saying to the to the nation of Israel, when the nation of Israel was was living in sin, and they were due for punishment because of their sin. God says to Ezekiel he says Ezekiel I sought for a man who will stand in the camp who will build a wall so that I will not destroy the nation. He says but I did not find anyone. I sought for a man, but I could not find one. Isaac also is asking, says, Father, where is the lamb? For the sacrifice. I'm also reminded of, of, of John in the book of Revelation. When, 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 when he says in his vision, he says, I wept because I could not find anybody who was worthy to loosen the sins. and break the curses. I could not find anybody. In In Ezekiel, Ezekiel, God says I could not find any man amongst them. So God could not find anybody amongst us. No one was qualified to be our Savior. No one was qualified to be our Lamb. That's why Isaac could ask and say, where is the Lamb? lamb of the sacrifice God was looking as well he could not find a man who would stand in the gap John wept because he could not find anyone who was worthy but John says this words. he says one of the elders in heaven replied and he says John do not weep behold the lion of the tribe of Judah he has prevailed he has prevailed so John then confides somebody who was worthy to die for us and John says, I turned and I looked. He, he says, I saw a lamb as if it has been slain. He was seeing the crucified Christ. The one who was with to, to die for you and To, me. to die for our sins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's talk about this one. <laughs> because we want to answer the question of of Isaac, there was two prophets, Elijah and Elisha, who were also a type of John the Baptist and Christ. Christ. So Elijah came before Elisha. So this one, I want us to, to read it. In Matthew chapter 17, verse 10 to 13, Matthew 17, seventeen, ten to 13, the Bible says, and his disciples asked him, saying, why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Jesus, Jesus answered and said to them, indeed, Elijah is coming first and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah has come already and they did not know him but did not but did to him whatever they wished likewise the son of man is also about to suffer at the at their hands then the disciples understood that he spoke to them of John the Baptist <inaudible> Jeso a re bona ka nnete hotla a buisetse o hletu keng empa tirho a tliile to ha Impact ba ka ba motseba Mehaba ba ba mwentse ho hloho ba ba ho ratileng mora motho le yena o tla hallelujah amen so it's not only my theology when I say that John, John the Baptist is Elijah it's the scriptures it's a type of Elijah and Elisha a type of John the Baptist and by the way the name Elisha means the Lord saves And And the the name Joshua Joshua, means the Lord saves. And the name Jesus means the the Lord saves. So the name Elisha, Joshua, and Jesus is the same name. Or name with the same meaning. So Elijah was a type of of John the Baptist. He was the forerunner. The one who would come before the Messiah. So the scribes and the Pharisees knew the scriptures. They knew that before the coming of of the Messiah, Elijah must come first. So Christ says in Matthew 17, that John the Baptist is Elijah, who is going before the Lord. When they asked John the Baptist, who are you? He says, I'm the voice in the wilderness. Saying, prepare ye the way of the Lord. So he was the forerunner before Christ. Preparing the way for Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we had to properly uh, locate John the Baptist because he's giving us an answer that Isaac asked. Because even though Isaac was having a conversation with his father, <inaudible> their conversation was very prophetic. <inaudible> they were talking about the lamb that will come and be slain for <inaudible> So nah. Isaac asked this question he says where is the lamb for the sacrifice and John the Baptist the Bible says in in John chapter 1, verse 19, chapter 1 verse 19, the Bible says, as Christ was coming to be to be baptized, he proclaimed this way. He says, behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, answering the question that Isaac had asked. When Isaac says, where is the lamb? John is saying, here is the lamb. That will take away the sin of the Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give Jesus a sense of praise. <clears throat> and let's, let's open 1 Corinthians 5 verse 7. We are going to close with that one. But I also want to talk briefly about Abraham's response to to his son. Because it was also prophetic. He says to his son, he says, son, on the mountain of the Lord, the Lord will provide. He says God himself. Will provide a For the sacrifice. On the mountain of the Lord. The Bible says as they climbed the mountain. He bound his son. And he put him on the wood. And he was ready to sacrifice him. And the an angel stopped him and says, Behold, you, there is the lamb. Do not harm your son. See that you are faithful to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that Abraham called that place. Abraham. He says this place will be called the Lord will provide the Lord will Jehovah Jireh Jehovah the Lord will provide and it was called from that time on that on the mountain of the Lord he will provide so when we claim that the Lord will provide his primary provision is not food, clothes and shelter his primary provision is that he Provide the lamb who will die for our sins. When He says the Lord will provide, when He says on the mountain of Olav, on Calvary, on Golgotha, on Mount Moriah, the Lord will provide. He's talking about God providing His only Son to die for you and me. That is God's primary provision. when Christ also says in Matthew 6, that He says, Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all of these things, those food and shelter, will then be added unto you. So, those food and shelter is God's secondary provision. To what God wants to provide for you. And me. It's his son Jesus Christ. First Corinthians 5 verse 7 We're going to close it In the next five minutes First Corinthians 5 verse 7. The Bible says, "Therefore patch out the old living that you may be a new lamp." Since you truly are unleavened For indeed Christ, our Passover lamb, was sacrificed for us. Hallelujah. Christ, our Passover lamb. Briefly. The feast of Passover was introduced in Exodus chapter 12. when God was about to deliver the nation of Israel from Egypt, God said to the the Israelites, he says, you will slaughter a lamb tonight. And he will take his blood and smear it on the toilet. God says, I'm about to send an angel of death and destruction. It will go throughout the land of Egypt. But when he sees the blood of the lamb, he's going to pass you over. It's only the blood of the lamb that will cause death to. and God instituted instituted the feast of Passover and Paul writes to the church he said that lamb it was a type of Christ 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 is going to be crucified in the the new testament Testament. and his blood will wash them those who believe in him and when death and destruction shall come upon the earth when they see the blood, they will then pass you over. So, Easter is a time of celebration when we celebrate the Passover because Christ is our Passover. Can I have the music team come? We are going to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ is our Passover. You see, some of us we have survived death and destruction. We were in accidents. Let's stand on our feet. We fell into the hands of criminals But the blood of Jesus. I like the verse that says that his blood is not like the blood of Abel. Which was speaking revenge. But his blood is speaking better things. On your behalf, it is crying before the throne of God. All and he's saying, Mercy Lord. Mace, instead of revenge, the blood is crying, mercy. Mace. 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 And today we stand here. Mace. We have received mess.